Globetrotters. I don't know what music we used. Uh, I'm going to say the opening music. Opening I'm, music? I'm, I don't have anything for this. I assume we found it, and I chucked it right in there. And, and, and uh, Wow, nice burp, Mel. Uh, chucked it right in there during you know the old edit phase. You know, I fixed it in post. Uh, so, Murray... This is, of course, a big week because we didn't pick this movie. Yeah, the people. The people, as Bane would say, picked the movie. And you guys, uh, you chose wisely because this is a pretty crazy fucking movie. I mean, we've been glowing about it all day. Yeah, we had I mean, a great time. I like. I, I, I you know, I want to say something though. I don't. I can't believe I'm the guy who's gonna be playing this role. But did. Jean-Claude Van Damme do something to people? Because there's a lot of, I don't, I wouldn't say anti-Van Damme vibe online, at least on Twitter, but everyone's like saying all, every fucking movie under creation is better than Kickboxer now. Really? Yes. Like I people more said than, this was better than Kickboxer. Yes, I had more than one person say that. I enjoyed oh. this movie, but come on, man. What's, what did Van Damme kick your puppy? I mean, I get it when the, the Seagal hate. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, Seagal's but, the worst. But like, what what's up, man? Well, I remember being young and learning about uh, Van Damme getting in trouble because he was carrying weed on him. And at but the that's time, cool now. yeah, exactly. At the time, it broke my heart. I didn't know what it meant at all. I didn't know what weed was, but it broke my heart. Uh, but I still didn't give up. I actually yeah. did give up on him for a week. That's when I went to Seagal. Did you start smoking weed because of Van Damme? You well, got, you got that's, the earring. You got to let the story just come to a nice, complete rest, okay. and it'll be full of juices when we cut it open. It's not that dense, actually. Uh, after a week, someone introduced me a pot. And I was like, this is great. This is the bee's knees. And yeah, yeah it cures everything. Yeah. Seven-year-old Griff. Smoking weed. <laughs> no. That's why you don't have cancer. That's why I don't have cancer. My eyes are perfect. I, that's why I wear glasses. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't know. I just want to say. I don't get this that. This movie, I, I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. You guys chose wisely. This was a, a good movie. But this movie, one, doesn't have a scene of Van Damme dancing. Yeah. Two, doesn't have anyone like Eric Sloan in it. No, Therefore, it does not. you need to show proper respect to the original kickbox. The Eric Sloan, A, would have beat up both the brothers in this movie. And be, if this is supposed to be the better kickboxer, why does it try to be kickboxer so fucking hard? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's eight different scenes that are direct ripoffs. They yeah. swap out a dog for a chimp. It's it's so they're trying. I didn't like so that, that chimp thing. It looked it had like a leash on it. I don't know. There was some some fishy. I didn't. Was going I didn't on. like that at all. I didn't like that at all. No, I think no. I think uh, ASPCA or PETA or somebody should have been on. Wherever they shot this movie, they clearly have very loose uh, animal <laughs> laws. Yes. Because yeah, this, no, I didn't. I'm like gonna that. say I'm against Thailand, but you I think it, do you think they actually got over to Thailand? Yeah, why not? It would probably either if it's not in Thailand, I would say it's the Philippines because so many movies get filmed in the Philippines. I would guess the Philippines. Uh, so Murray, you know these movies, they sometimes will sneak a little ad in there. They'll sneak a little Cobra, big thing. What was it? Coors, Coors and Pepsi. Coors and Pepsi. Pepsi's so, been prominent and like. 90% of the movies we've done. Yes, they have. I never Pre- noticed it. Pepsi loved subliminal. action. You know, Pepsi should bring back the classic 80s, 90s action movies somehow. I don't know how you do it, but they need to do it. That reminds me. Um, oh, boy. We're going we're to do some rants on this episode. Uh, <laughs> I watched season three of uh, Stranger Things when it came out. 
And there was a blatant, blatant ad for new Coke in it. Like, they literally had the black kid drink a Coke, label pointing to the camera. I saw that. And going, mmm, this is great. That was the only thing I saw from this season. Yeah, that was pretty offensive. Pretty offensive. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like that. So you'll be offended by this, then. I finally went to the movie. Since I lost my movie pass, which allowed me to see one movie a day at the five different theaters that are nearby us, uh, I, I, I finally went back to the theater. Um, I had to walk out for the trailers because after 15 minutes, I was like, this is it. I can't stand this anymore. They're not even showing you, like, because I was there to see, I guess it was a comedy. It was kind of like an action comedy. Uh, Stuber, I think it was what it was called. I didn't see it, so. I'm yeah, I know, yes. but maybe you saw the name out there. Mm-hmm. Uh it wasn't a bad movie or anything, but the experience is awful. It's like get there, get your seat. Do Fifteen they have, minutes does early. Does thing have assigned seating now? I think this one did. I see. I, I say fuck that, and I sit wherever I feel like. Well, you you know what? You brought it up. So my uh, brother in law was there. I think I got that right. Um, he's and okay. he's he's told you can talk about your brother. He's your a brother. total nerd about like we must be in order. So my sister is just like, we're sitting here. She's like me. I'm going to sit wherever the fuck I want. She's like, we're sitting right here, middle row. She goes like a a female Jake Donahue, who we'll talk about later. (laughs) She goes, picks her seats, sits down, and my brother is just freaking out. He's like, let's just go sit in our seats. There's the right here. And my sister was just like, no, we're sitting here. I turn to my left, and literally the people with the seats are walking up. There's like... 20 people in the theater. <laughs> Awkward. So uh, we all had a good laugh about that. But that's where the laughter ended because then the fucking 30 minutes of trailers. <laughs> that's a good sell for comedy. That's where the laughter ended. Yes. <laughs> 30 minutes of trailers. I literally walked out wow. 15 and I went to the bathroom. I came back and I just kept hearing trailer, trailer after trailer. So I'm sitting on this bench. This weird kid comes walking out. He's got a pop. He's got a popcorn. It doesn't even look like he's going to a movie. It just looks like he's wandering around the theater eating pop and popcorn. He stops and goes, hey, are you okay? I was like... Were you visibly distressed? Or I must these, have been. These trailers? Yeah, I was like... my my. I think uh, it's cutting all those trailers for our episodes. It somehow affected oof, you. Maybe. Uh, my my heart was just like, oh man, your this, bim, what were your the, bims? The, oh, they must have been through the roof because I was just like so thrilled that somebody cared enough to see me in distress at a movie theater and stopped to say something. And so I was like, hey, no man, I'm I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, I just really fucking hate trailers. And he laughed. But how do you know if what's going to come out if you don't watch a trailer? Uh, what does it matter? Marvel movie one, two, three, four, DC's rebuttal, some shitty other action movie, maybe. So probably Seth Rogen's probably got something coming out. <laughs> uh, he hasn't done anything good since Pineapple Express. He ruined Preacher, that's for sure. Ugh, we won't even get into that. But what we do want to no. get into. By the way, do we thank the fans for picking this movie yet? I don't know. We've gotten so wrapped up in our own bullshit. Well, you wanted to go on your Stranger Things rant. So. Oh, wow. Now it's like my fault. He goes on a 15-minute. Uh, I actually walked out in the middle of his rant about trailers. <laughs> <laughs> and Millie asked me, are you all right? <laughs> did she? Yeah, she did. I've been teaching her a little English. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, you guys picked this, man, and it, I dig it. It was it was entertaining, man. Great pick. I think I said this last week because uh, I watched this movie as soon as we got some like we were whittling down. Right. I started watching some of the movies, and guys, you're you're bringing a tear to this old boy's heart. Yeah. Like I fuck, I was watching these movies. This is exactly what this podcast is all about: is experiencing these things, and but sharing and sharing it because. Fuck, I, I, I watched two of the movies, maybe three, and this one especially. I was just like, they got it right. The people got it right. Democracy wins again. It does. When, when, so when people tell you it's not, not worth it to vote, you bring up King of the Kickboxer episode. You, you, you recite Golden Globus episode <laughs> 65. 65, and that's democracy at its finest. Yeah. Like a fine wine. You guys rocked the vote. You rocked the vote. So, yeah. Um, good job, guys. <laughs> but also, if this is an awful episode, we're blaming you guys. Oh, shit. If we don't deliver. It's all your fault. All right. You got to take the good with the, uh, the bad with the good. Hey, I think Billy Joel's saying that. I, I'm okay with this. Everything Billy Joel sings is, is law in my started, house. Is that line from We Didn't Start the Fire? Uh, King of kickboxers, Billy <laughs> Blanks with a baby black scorpion braid. Wow, I think it's actually called "Only the Older Brother Dies Young." That's I like the sound of that. Yeah, see it, kickboxer. Well, I guess it, oh, I was thinking, no. Like, I, I was thinking about your brother. Oh wow, wow. Okay, that's what I, I really. That's what I was thinking. I, I thought you were on the same page. About man, that. no, we're uh, we're not on the same page I, I'm anymore. Just saying I would. I would but wouldn't it, if your brother had to die? Wouldn't it be the best way to die by Billy Blanks? Do I'm gonna call it? I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a TLR kick because it was like David Lee Roth. Where he leaps in the air, does the splits, and then he squ- claps. Yeah, he, he claps. He like he boxes claps. the guy's head with his. Yeah, feet. he like does an ear clap with his feet, and then he lands <laughs> and does like a, just a drop kick to the chest. Yeah. Um, if my brother were to be murdered that way that's what this question is about right right. can i be filming it so like do i know what's happening i don't like this scenario at all i don't want my brother dead you're like you're there well if he's got i don't think he's if he has to die would you rather have him die peacefully in his sleep or going out in a blaze of glory with billy blanks david lee roth kicking him uh Hmm. <laughs> Wait, David Lee Roth's kicking him now? No, I told you. That's what the kick's called. It's called the DLR oh. kick. Oh, David Lee Roth ex- kick. Excuse me. You do that uh, midair split, and then you kick a dude in the face. I, I, I'd rather live with him dying peacefully. I don't want to mm. live with da- like needing but you, to. But, but then you'd remember that death. You'd probably forget about your brother if you did. <laughs> like, you're like, did I have a brother? But if you saw Billy Blanks, Master Tybo, oh. murder your brother in cold blood. Oh, my God. You'd be like, shit. That was a, what a way to go. <laughs> we can't do this anymore. Let's get to some trailer. Well, you know, the, before we get into the trailer, I have one, oh. qu- I have one question. What question? Are we? And this is out to you, the listener, who voted for this movie. Are we supposed to like the main character? Anybody in this movie. Who do we like? Because he, and we, we can't bear in mind, we've done three Seagal movies, and bar none, Detective Jake Donahue is the biggest douche we've ever covered. He's he's very much a baby Lorenzo Lamas. Just really shitty, just really douchey. He's just undeservedly cocky. 
He looks like an eighty shit. He he reminds me of like if you said he was uh, part of the Cobra Kai, I would have been like, oh yeah, I believe. Oh, it. he's definitely swept a leg in his time. Definitely, for sure. He's probably in that tippy tap bullshit too. Oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know nothing. The first thing about power, he doesn't have the core. I bet you he doesn't even douse himself with ice before a fight. He doesn't know anything about ice. It's obvious. Like he's such a rookie. We we can get into this later. All right. So. This is it, guys. This is for you. The fan appreciation episode is King of the Kickboxers. To be a fighter, you need the fire. You've never faced a real kickboxing. And who's going to show it to me? To be a champion, you need courage. Why are you here? I'm looking for a fight. To be a king takes destiny. Ten years ago, I turned and ran. I won't run away again. For ten years, he has been waiting. Here's your unorthodox, but good. Growing stronger. What are you doing back here in Thailand? Fighting harder. You cross the line, Jake. I'm pulling you out. You can't. Getting closer to the ultimate challenge. If this is your idea of training, you're crazy! Now is the time. Only one man can be chosen. There is one. Born to be. You are no match for him. He will destroy you. King of the kickboxers. June 81. Bangkok. Like any good kickboxing movie, cold opening. Got to have it. Just started out fighting, right? Why is it important that we know it's June? Murray, timeline is very important in this movie. It's very tight. It's very precise. They tell us exactly. It's like, uh, what's that CSI show or whatever? They go bong, bong, and then they tell you what day and it's what time it is. law and order. Law and order. They are obsessed with time. They're very, the writing of this movie is well, very they, tight. They don't tell us what time it is. Don't don't poke holes in this plot. Okay, so because it's it's uh, immutable. So you can't, it's a you sweltering it. hot summer in eighty one, Bangkok. Griff, what were you doing in June of eighty one? June of eighty one. God, I I just want to tell you all about June of eighty one. I was doing things like not existing. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's about it. Mm. I was likely excuse. I was. I was Seven or eight, I was living the hard life. Living the hard life, thinking about Star Wars, if it, they're ever going to finish the trilogy. Yeah, it's rough. So, we're right in the ring. We see this dashing young man with a flowing mullet, which I don't think mullets even existed in 81. But, There's hey, eight characters who have them, though, but 91, so that makes yeah, sense. Everybody, except for me, had a mullet in 91. You yeah. had a, you were a baby and you had a mullet. I was... N- I mean, when I got to seven or eight, I had the mullet and the hoop earring. We've addressed yeah, this. Perm, I like it. 
So he's this this fucking uh, guy Jen, as they would say in Japan, this white boy, this round mm. eye, mm. fucking the shit up of Manny Pacquiao. He's just like, oh, like not even trying. So th- I I gotta bring this up immediately because this is Daddy Pacquiao. This is probably Manny's dad. Did you did you like this fighting? Because it is nonstop punching. They are just punching the shit out of each other. Well, there was some roundhouses too. There was a couple, but for the most part, it was. Like, there is not a moment to size up your opponent. They were immediately just, like, firing punches and kicks at each other. Well, he basically destroys Daddy Pacquiao, and he wins the championship. And, as you pointed out, astutely, it's, like, the most pathetic belt. I didn't even know... I I was like, was that a belt graph? It's like, yeah, it was. It's it's basically, like, a war medal, how they give you, like, the little ribbon. It's a war medal with a rubber band. Yeah, but they just, like, ex- instead of making the metal and the belt to size, they made the belt to size, but the metal still just, like, a nickel or a 50 I think that's piece. what it was. It was one of those, you know, those machines that flattens a penny? Yeah, it could have been. I think that's what it was. Like, it was a tie penny. It really could have been. and a rubber band. It, it, it was, but it, was it doesn't matter because it's the pride of winning. All right? his, it's not about the belt. Little little Jack rolls into the ring with his Polaroid camera and takes a fucking glamour shot of the belt in the air. I think he gets a shot of him and his brother Does together. Does his brother have a mustache? I'm trying to think uh, if they were trying to channel Eric Sloan in this scene. I, I want to say yes, but it's only because I'm thinking about <laughs> Dan who comes up a little later and he had like a little shitty mustache. Like I got I got a great mustache. Danny had a shitty mustache. I think brother, who brother, by the way, does not have a name. Yeah, as far as we know. So we're just gonna call uh, Riley for the next five minutes because don't worry, Riley's dead. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So we we they they but the the Thai people are very upset because we know they're very racist people and they well, hate Americans. Yeah, so they hate Yankee. This Yankee go home. This is Jack or Jake, excuse me, explaining Jake. this to Riley. Uh, they're taxiing back to the hotel. Right. Was it supposed to go to the hotel? I don't know, airport. Or I think they're trying to get the fuck out of town. They were still they were trying to get somewhere. Uh, and the whole time, Jake is just like, man, they they hate us. I was in the crowd. They're telling me we're gonna fucking stab you. Don't <laughs> don't bother eating the soup because we poisoned it. Don't go pee because we pee peed in your coke. There's all wow. kinds of crazy shit happening right Holy now. Holy shit. Did you just say that? Yeah. Coca-Cola is paying us for this movie. Um, so Riley is just like, don't worry about it, bro. None of that's true. It's all bullshit. But the one thing that is true is the tie. They're just violent people. They love violence, man. They just love the violence. They love the carnage, the blood. But here's the thing they do appreciate is... Uh, they're kickboxing, and yes, so they be, call it Muay Thai. Yeah, they're not mad because I came in and won. No, That's not, not a thing at all. And as he's saying that, they get rammed off the road. Yeah, you run off the road, and a big gang of Thai people come out with machine guns. And he's he like doesn't he just start kicking ass? Riley, you call them? He get Riley gets circled because they're like on a beach now. Yeah, they're uh, they somehow got to a beach, which I, that's why I'm like, where were they going that they ended up on a beach? Um, so they're on this beach. Riley's surrounded by uh, gunmen, guns yeah. they bought from America, by the way. Those are American guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's just like, what, what, what's this whole thing about? What, what's going on here? I'm the champion of kickboxing. You should bow to me. I'm the king of kickboxers. I'm the king of kickboxers. That's where the title came from, people. And next thing we know, 
fucking DJ from Street Fighter 2 steps out, a.k.a. Billy Blanks, a.k.a. Khan in this movie. He's rocking the double baby black scorpion braids Ooh. on the side. They're vicious. He's got this nice red jumpsuit on, and he steps out, and he verbatim says, we cannot have an American win the kickboxing championship. We need to kill you. And so he, well... I think doesn't I mean Briley is that his name right sure so we're calling him he first kicks the shit out of the gunman he right? the, after Fucking after little Jake has Polaroid taking all these pictures after Khan delivers his line okay. Jake's or Riley so Khan just chills back and watches for a while yeah Khan just watches he has a gun too himself yes. and he just sits back and watches for a little while let's you know he just. Looks at his opponent. Well, yeah, he's like gauging exactly. The, you know, fight quality. Yeah, exactly. So Riley beats the shit out of the five gunmen, no problem. And then Khan finally steps in yeah. and has his way. He's tippy tapping the fuck out of him. He's power kicking him. He's got all the moves, all of them. Well, he has three moves. Well, apparently. he's got a finisher. Because like all great fighters, you got to have that finishing move and what. Like we said, first he does a roundhouse, then he does the David Lee Roth jump, clap your head. Dude, the roundhouse his... isn't even a part of it. Yeah, he does like a roundhouse in the beginning. No, what, when you see it at the end, all it is is the leg clap and then the, the fucking... He, well, he does three kicks because right. they made they made a point of pointing that out that there's three kicks. Yes, but even when he trains for it later on, spoiler alert, there's three. It's, it's the two trees coming at him and then the one. No, there's, it's two. It's, it's three. Yeah. You're, you're totally wrong. Okay. It's three. We're going to go back just like the egg incident, De- uh, Del Divorce 2. We're going to go back, <laughs> and then he's going to be apologizing next episode. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so he just murders Riley because you can't survive this move. No, if you don't it's know how to... Po- it's the tombstone pile driver of Exactly. His neck is completely shattered. It's gone. And so now what are we left with? Just Jake's broken pieces, crying his little... <laughs> His little eyes out. He's holding out his Polaroid picture. How could you do this to the champion of kickboxing? You're honor bound. And, and he's like, honor this. And then he just fucking fucks up Jake, little 10-year-old. Uh, dude, I love this because he's fucking him up with the tippy taps. He does that one move where he grabs him by, like, the back of his neck with his with his leg and pulls him in. He's like, let me give you one to, to remember me by. And he gives him this big old scratch across his face that does not come up. Lighter. Well, it it comes and goes. It comes and goes. A scar like on his jawline. Supposed to. Oh, that was the scar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, this is uh, end of uh, you end know our movie. flashback. That's it. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Oh, but wait, there's more. March. It's important that this is very important that we point out. It's March, 1991. Ten years later, New York City. We're on the docks, Griff. What have we said about the docks? What have we said about the docks? Nothing good ever happened. Why do we even do business <laughs> transactions on docks? I don't know. They should be banned. They should be illegal. Like, we're all worried about the, the borders in, in America here, the southern border. No, docks. Exactly. We're, A dirty bomb's not coming through Mexico. It's coming through uh, the docks. It's coming through the docks. And we're in a warehouse. And we see this guy with the fucking sweet-ass Stone Cold, uh, not Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stone Cold, uh, what's his name again? Bosworth. 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 Mullet. 
Oh, he's got he's it's got ninety one. Sh- we pointed out, guys, ninety one was appropriate now. Yeah, he's got the stylized shaved side of his head and like oh, a little extra in hit. the bag, oh. it's spiky on top. It's beautiful. Ew, yeah, that's something. And they're all dressed to the nines with their baggy ninety suits. And this, this fuck, and then this, this fucking door kicks open, and the fucking biggest badass I've ever seen walks in the wow. door. Wow, that's that that is a great description of him because he is something. It's our man Jake. He's an adult now. He became a cop because yeah. of the trauma he's received. He's like, no one will ever feel what I felt ever again. We were trying to figure this out later. Or, or later? Earlier. How old do you think he is at this point? He's 19. Maybe, maybe. He's the first cop to become detective at 19. 19. Okay, I like it. Let's roll with 19. <laughs> and he doesn't really have a mullet, but he's got like a sweet kind of feather. He's got the Seinfeld do. hair where yeah. it's just like, what is happening? It's just a lot of something. A lot of stuff. A lot of going. stuff. But well, we don't know that because he's wearing a fucking rip em, uh bandana. Because he's, play, he's playing the role. He's a cop, but he's playing the role of a drug dealer. Yeah. What, he, how do drug dealers dress, Griff? They wear sunglasses and they wear bandanas on their head. Oh, yeah. Common man. You got to look You got to look the part. And he's got the leather jacket. And he's got probably cowboy boots on. I don't know. I noticed. We didn't notice the shoes, unfortunately. Sorry, he, everybody. He's, walk, he's like the cock of the walk. He comes in with his fucking Kinja Tache case. And he just throws it on the table. He's like, where's the stuff at? And they go right here. And they open their Kinja Tache case. And, of course, I mean, you see cocaine. You got to fucking rub some on your gums, dude. But this is the first time I've seen this maneuver. That cocaine, when you hit it, when it hits your gums, it doesn't immediately, like, enter your you know bloodstream or whatever. He has time to spit it out. So he fucking hawks a big-ass well, loogie. Well, because drugs are for punks, man. I mean, we, he's a cop. Yeah, but he gets he, a good taste, but apparently doesn't taste disgusting. it. Spits it out, but and yeah. he just starts having a good old jovial time with Jackson, as he calls him. Yeah, and Jackson opens up the the money, the Kinjitashi case with money. He's like, "How do I know it's all there?" And he's just a cock. I see. This is the one thing I, we got to point about Detective Jake Donahue, the cockiest motherfucker on like, every line he utters in this movie. First of all, he yells every fucking line he says. <laughs> Especially when he's uh, jack or undercover here, and it's all cocky, snarky ass, smart alecky delivery. Yeah, and he's like, "You'll take what I give you, punk." And the guy's like, "Oh shit, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm offended yet somehow I, I'm just like admiring this guy." Yeah, so so they're kind of like, "Do we get fresh with this guy? Do we beat his ass a little bit?" Now, meanwhile. Cops are listening on the wire that Jake has. And like, oh, shit. That motherfucker can never play by the rules. He's going off on his own again. And sure enough, when we cut back to Jake, he's just like, let me tell you guys a little joke. And he, he's just like, I'm a cop. Opens up his and jacket. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. They're, Great joke. They're laughing already. Immediately. At, not even at the punchline of the joke yet. Just the setup <laughs> they're laughing at. Shows off his badge, shows off his wire, and they're just like, you should be touring the world. You're a regular Gallagher. You are You are the best. Smash my watermelon any day of the week. <laughs> and it's a good metaphor, Griff, because he does start smashing watermelons. Dude. If they, you mean heads and dicks. Very, uh, Carl with the mailman Malone and John Stock just laying it up, just scoring the points. Pick and roll, baby. For the old jazz. And he just commences to do some... King, bo- King of kickboxing. So this is uh, this was kind of a nice detail. Uh, the backup is arriving, 
and we're seeing them arrive. Right. Only they open the dock, like uh, the the garage for the dock. It's warehouse, the wrong yeah. the warehouse. Thank you. It's the wrong warehouse. Yeah. Fucking Jake is eight moves ahead of them. He's telling them the wrong location, so he has time to beat the ass out of everybody thoroughly. Yeah, because he's deaf. He's playing by his own rules, dude. Like yeah. every great cop, he doesn't follow the law. He does fucks people. You don't deserve to be treated like fairly if you're a criminal. Exactly. And these are drug dealers. They're going to sell these to your kids, man. So the cops who were working with them on the undercover mission, they're, they're like f- the SWAT team. They're all yeah. you know they're trained for this. They're freaking out because they're like, oh, we did it again. He told us the wrong location. And we get back to Jake, who's finishing off the fucking Brett Hall-looking, Bosworth hair-having dude. And how does he finish him off? He fucking... It's Gra- actually a space heater there. Well, it's a guy, clearly... It's, it's a, is a drafty warehouse. It's March. It's yeah. March. You're right. That's that's why that's they had to tell March. That's why. Now it all makes sense. So, I was literally going, why the fuck is there a space heater? <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, it's, it's cold out. March, New York Harbor. It's going to be cold. Yeah. It's probably going to be... Close My question to, is answered. Close, close to zero Celsius and like... And that's probably uh, why they were degrees. on the beach in June in Bangkok. Because yep. that's when you go to the beach. See? This is all falling into See? place. This movie is very tight. It is. So the other thing that's tight is uh, fucking Jackson's face here because it turns the leather when yeah, he singes He basically it. looks like Two-Face from Batman. Whew. He just destroys this guy's face and laughing all the way. And of course... And they're like, Donahue, again? <sighs> and he's like, <sighs> you bet, be better, baby. And then he just bitch slaps the SWAT guy and walks out. Captain's going to have something to say about that. Cut to Captain having something to say about that. And, well, as luck would... What do you, what do you know? Our, it's our old buddy Chuck from Mr. Nolak. Dude. He finally got promoted to that big captain role he's always been hankering for. Hey, Chuck here. <laughs> I know you guys missed us. <laughs> Me? So <Us>? now... <laughs> I don't know, you know what happened there. You know, the, that was the plan of Chuck. If you, every if you stay out of every fight, everyone gets killed, and you automatically get promoted, no matter yeah. how awful you are. He He's the classic, like, Mike man for the wrestlers. He'd always show up at the right time to trip a person to get the victory, so he's always like, my guy's 100%. So... This is a, this is a nice switch. Usually, it's an angry black captain yelling at our hero. Mm-hmm. This one is like he's just begging Jake because they know that crime would be through the roof without Jake Donahue. Twenty year old Jake Donahue. So nineteen, the youngest guy to ever become detective. I'm sorry, I, I aged him up one year. Yeah, well, Excuse he's a me. month away because his birthday's in April. Oh, it's a month away. <laughs> That's and, why the timeline exactly. And he's like, come on, because he's Chuck. He has no spine. He's like, can't you just fall by the rules once? And he's just like cracking jokes. He's not even taking it seriously. And this, I pointed this out to Griffith. This was a nice twist. Usually at this scene, we get the I want your gun and badge scene. No, they switch it up. They reversed they it. They flip the switch. He's like, Chuck's like, please take a gun. You need to be killing people with a gun. We can get away with it. We've had years of getting yeah. away with murdering people with guns. We know how to do that. We don't know how to do the space heater shit. For, <laughs> for the love of God. Take this gun. Ugh. And he's like, look, you're you're just you're making everybody look bad. You're just too good. Everyone's pissed at you. I gotta I gotta send you on a vacation. No, we've got this super easy mission for you. There's this video- For you, it's easy. Yeah. Well, there's this videotape ring. 
Uh, it's happening in, you know, somewhere else. We're going to send you to it. No big deal. You're just not, gonna, it's not New Jersey. Not, 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 not New Jersey. Jake is just like, don't fucking send me to Jersey. I'll fucking kick them. They don't know how to make a pizza. Like, I like my pizza. And Kevin is just like, calm down. It's okay. We're not sending you to Jersey. It's a little bit further east. It's way better than Jersey, buddy. A little further. Wait. Jersey's west of I thought it was New south York. of New York. It's kind of like southwest, I think. Okay. So he's like, don't worry. We're going to send you far more west than there. Somewhere far more exotic. And he's just, what do you... What are you angling? What are you angling at here, Captain? He's like, well, I want you to watch these tapes. There's a legal, a legal tapering happening, and uh, well, Thailand, Bangkok, to be specific. And that just—it's like fucking Uma Thurman killed Bill. Like, eh, like the red lights flashing and shit. And he's like, Bangkok? Did you say Bangkok? I'm not going to Bangkok. Fucking throws everything off. Captain's dad. He storms out of there. Captain's just like, wait. Take your gun. Takes his gun. <laughs> throws it in his desk a yeah, second He later. makes a play of like letting everybody know, I don't need this yeah. shit. Like he opens his drawer slowly, put like puts his thumb he in his you. forefingers, yeah. drops it. He's like that's what you losers need. But he does grab his little smut tapes uh to go study them at home. He's got a nice Budweiser He's just got out of a fresh shower. He's got a towel around his, his dog. Is you know, chilling. I don't appreciate the use of towels in this movie. He's got four towels. He's got one for his hair. He's got one little cloth. We see it in a moment when like his waist towel falls off. But he's got like a wash rag around his dick, and then he's got the one over his shoulder. He's using four fucking towels. Very wasteful. It's very wasteful. I I don't want to imagine what this man's laundry bill looks like. Neither do I. Anyways, crushing some Budweiser's, watching some fucking beautiful well, action well, movies. He's, well, he's just like, I guess I'll watch. He's this looking day. at the titles. He's seeing Unbreakable, Undefeatable. Undefeatable. What is this? Ti- this is a bullshit. Ti- this is a shitty title. Garbage. But, but you know, kickboxer. <laughs> what is it? Van Damme. Ugh. There is multiple moments where he scoffs at Van Damme does, in yeah. the movie. It's so weird. And he's like, I, well, I guess I'll put it on. Even though I'm not going to Bangkok. Mm. So he puts on this tape. Apparently, guys, what's happening is there's like this illegal martial arts snuff tape ring going on. Yeah. It's happening in This Thailand. is what the captain was alluding to. And so it's not like a normal snuff film where they just take some, kidnap some woman, rape or kill. This is like they have people compete in a martial art competition. They think it's a movie. Yeah, without without the supposed main actor's knowledge. And then they bring in Khan, who is our man, Billy Blanks. And he just commences to just murder these motherfuckers brutally. And so... He's watching the tape, and he goes, hey, wait, I noticed those baby black scorpion braids. Because first you just see a silhouette, and you just see the braids bum, flowing bum. in the wind a little. Bum, and he's bum. like, then he walks right into the spotlight. Bum, bum. And it's like, oh, my God. Bum, bum. It's a guy who killed my brother. Bum, bum. And that, isn't there like a PTSD pull, flashback? He pulls out the little Polaroid. He has the flashback. We see the cut of this scene. There's nine minutes of this movie. It's just the flashback of the beach scene. Yeah. Where the, every time they, really they like that every time they flash that it is June of eighty one <laughs> to remind you right this is a flashback of June of eighty one. <laughs> it's like we yeah. get it, we get it. 
And we see that that kill again. We see that Polaroid. We see he, the fucking David Lee Roth kill kick. The enragement. We see all three kicks. We see all. Oh. And uh, yeah, and then we see the close up of young Jake getting kicked in the face. Oof. And then he falls on his face, and they see the Polaroid burning, all singed by some fire. Oh, and of course we cut back to ninety one Jake. Because it says right in the bottom. I guess it says right on the bottom. Jake's it, apartment. It's very clear when you switch back and forth. Some movies confuse you. This movie is not trying to confuse it you. It holds your hand. It holds it very much so holds your hand. Uh, and we know it's Jake, and he's roid raging, and he's like, I'm going to Bangkok! And he goes in, and Captain, next day, of course. Well, he calls his captain right there. Call, he called him? Yeah. Oh, man. And he's like, he's like, look, don't worry about it. We fix. We fixed everything. Oh, his captain calls him, and he's like, "Don't worry about it. Somebody else is going." That's right. We got uh, Anderson. It's no, probably that bitch well, Murphy. I was trying. I can't remember. I was trying to think of the guy from No <laughs> Mr. No Legs. So Andy. Was, Andy. Yeah, we're sending Andy there. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm going." And he's like, "Whoa, what happened to you?" He's like, "I'm going. I just want some." I don't remember what they have there in their culture. Lady boys. Lady boys. Oh, so, boy. they do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. And sorry for pointing out facts. So, we cut to Thailand. Mar- late March. Late March. 91. Again, they let us know very clearly. Very convenient. And he meets his contact first. They go to, like, he goes to, like, an outdoor restaurant. Yeah. And, and this, this and this guy, he's a classic like guy who's been living like in the out in like you know out out of America, living in the Far East forever. He's got the he's got the fucking like he, uh, Hawaiian shirt. On. He's very much an American, trying to not look like an American, but at the same time looking very much like a tourist. And he's a little disheveled, you know. He's been out in the wild for years now, and he knows he knows his culture, the wild. And he's like, look. Let me, first of all, he's got all the answers, yet no, Jake has all the answers because he's trying to inform him what's going on. He's like, look, this is martial arts ring, snuff films. I got all you can. I got these contacts. He's like, Dude. Uh, fuck your contacts. I'm doing things my way. Stay yeah. the fuck out of my way, Anderson. I don't care if you work for Interpol. I'm a New York City cop. I'm the youngest detective ever. I'm 19. He's trying to like help him get acclimated with the culture and everything. He's like, don't worry. You don't tip here, so don't try. Like People are going to think you're weird if you do that. It's completely okay to, like, uh, I, 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 I don't know, like do this gesture where you... Lick your finger and point it out at somebody. It's completely okay here. You can do that. What was that from? That was from the rat video. Rat video. From the very first episode. I I wanted. I got to get a post up there. Well, you I, were you were kind of like doing like when people try to check the direction of the wind. Oh right? yeah, no. What was the rat thing? I can't remember. I, I got to look it up. It really bothers because me. Because I want to throw that out. I'll give you the the thing too, but. We need it. We need to get we need some the, people. We need closure. We need that. help on this one. It's yeah. been befuddling us for too long. <laughs> befuddling me for like thirty-five years. Yeah. So, and... anyways, Anderson gives him the scoop about the art films and where <laughs> art you know films. they're art films. <laughs> okay. That's what he calls them. He's like they're art films, and they're he's classic. like I watched them. They're not art. They're art films. Take it from the adult here, nineteen-year-old. You're not even old enough to drink. I am in Thailand. In Thailand, he is, yeah. 
And he's like, you know what? Just fuck off, Anderson. I do things my way. I play by my own rules, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, whatever. Just get these motherfuckers. That's all I ask. Because I've been trying for like 10 years to get inside this fucking ring, and I can't crack it. Yeah. So this is finally when we get our first glimpse. I mean, we've seen Khan, kind of. But now we're finally going to see the whole world behind Khan that's like kind of staging him. That whole face of the death crew. This is where we get, uh, well, I just call them Evil Hitchcock. He was just an evil yeah, director. I was thinking more Evil Orson Welles. That makes more sense. Well, I, I use them as a fil- Hitchcock as a filler. Orson Welles yeah. makes more sense. And he's just this fat, gross guy. He's got, like, underage girls flocking around him. Everywhere. And, and he's a sweat. Murray, he's like, he's like Job of the Hutt. On you've a, like been a, bringing it up, like, the tie traps. How many of those do you think were men? At least 97%. 97, okay. Yeah. And I think that's what he's into, though, so it's not a trap. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. okay. But Anderson did tell Jake about that, too. He was like, always feel the crap. Always grab the pussy before you, <laughs> before you hand over the money. Hey, I don't know if you saw this interview with Donald Trump. It hasn't happened. for It, it happens 14 years in the future. but Yeah, it says right on the thing. It said, May 2015. <laughs> it's 2004 or five when that happened. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, so we see these. Everyone's greasy. Everyone, fucking uh, cons there. He's just like sitting in like the lotus position, just like zenning out. And uh, we get the scene where. Uh, oh, you're thinking too far ahead. Uh, this is where we get to a set, and we get Dan. And he's oh, this is a set. I thought yeah, okay. no, he yeah, no, you're, this is a set oh, for one of the art you're films. Right, I'm totally off. You're yeah, right. it's okay. You you go ahead. Oh my god, it. this oh this guy Dan, you're right. I love Dan. Dan I, with his white fucking overalls, dude. Well, he was supposed to be a car painter. That was the scene. <laughs> Are you that fucking dense? You didn't get the scene? I wasn't paying attention to it. Guys, this is why Murray is into action movies and I'm into art movies because I get this. I get it. <laughs> so Dan is... I love how they, but I love how they took the time to make a set. Yeah. They couldn't just go to a real garage. They actually yeah. made a set they, of a garage. They made a set of a garage. And, you know, Dan's like practicing his moves. He's like, no, I don't really hit these guys, right? And he turns to the henchmen he's gonna fight and they're all shrugging and shit and the director's just like baby you don't worry about that takes a nice uh drag of a cigarette he's like just make it look real and so dan's like uh what's my motivation Uh, yeah you're a car painter and you like fighting oh okay and these guys come to steal the car and you gotta fight them off so they come in, you know, the action, they start fighting, they're mailing all over the place. Dan realizes he hits somebody, and he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. And then he gets slashed across the hand. He's like, what the fuck? And they're like, don't worry, man. It's, it's okay. Just keep rolling. Yeah. And then and like the pro that Dan is, he keeps going. He, he keeps going, and somebody, like, kicks him, and he gets thrown onto the roof of the car where there is a tarp covering it. Yeah. There's a, one tarp covering the car and another tarp covering something else. And he reveals that tarp for some reason. Well, maybe his hand got stuck on it. Maybe. But he pulls it away. And it's a blood-covered naked woman. Oh, I'm assuming it's a woman. I don't know. I don't judge. And he's <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? And just as that happens, our man Khan shows up. 
and they're and he's rock. Oh, this was so perfect. This is so perfect. March ninety one. He had the fucking overalls with the one overall undone. That was a look. Late like, March ninety one. And I was like, my ass off about that. Cause I remember people dressing like that with a fucking overall. Always had that one undone. Yep. And he just fucking just annihilates Dan. I mean, I'm so I'm assuming because Dan's like shocked. He doesn't know what's going on. That he can't do anything. Well, it's that, and also. I mean, we learned that Americans just kind of... Well, we're about to learn that Americans just we suck. Le- well, Jake does. Well, Eric Sloan, well, Eric Sloan did suck, but uh, Kurt Sloan, awesome. That's true. Anyways. And, uh, yeah, he does... He Not only does he beat the shit out of the guy, he, he picks him up, throws him wow. jaw first into a hook. I didn't even mean to do this, but, uh, yeah, he, he pulls an unbreakable. That's right. Undefeatable. Undefeatable. Unbreakable me. is the proper name, but yeah. undefeatable is undefeatable. the shitty name. And he sticks Dan's jaw right. like a I, fish. So they not only do they steal from Kickboxer, kickboxer they're stealing from Undefeatable. Un- undefeatable. And then the guy, and then you, I, that makes perfect sense because when Dan gets picked up, he goes, No! <laughs> and then, of course, as like, like, a, like a fish, he just dies on a hook. Oof. That's a rough way to go. But... It's just, yeah. What we need I'd like to, to know. Brother go that way. How's Jake been doing? How's he acclimating to? Well, Thailand? Jake, his his the, the best undercover is being as overt as possible. Oh, we learned this again from Captain America, dressed right. as a cowboy. Well, no, he's he's like they hate Americans, do they? All right, well, I'm gonna America the fuck out of them. So Jake, he's got fucking American flag zubas on. He's got some fucking cowboy boots on. Jean jacket. He's, he's got a fucking patches. tank top that says love it or leave it, America. And he's got um like a cowboy hat on. No, he's got a MAGA hat on. And he's just like walks into this kickboxing academy and he's just a he's just fight he's cocky as all fucking hell, man. He's got his fucking jean vest with like the little fringe on the sleeve not the sleeves, I, there's no sleeves. The well, word. no, there were sleeves, but he fringed all the sleeves. <laughs> that was really awful. It was something spectacular. That, and, no, that's what I put up uh, yesterday. He's got, all, he's got all these patches that are all about America and Harley Davidson. And he's like, he's yeah. Looking, he's looking like a Jackson from uh, 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 Bloodsport. He's straight up 80s bully villain. He really and is. He's like face palming people, just out of my way. Dude, I love this because as he walks uh, up to the school and everything, you see all the students, they're kicking cement pillars, Tung Po style. Well, yeah, yeah. This is the, didn't you see? It was said Tung Po Kickboxing Academy. Oh, you see, I, I don't He's got a whole re- series of kickboxing academies I don't academies read Thai, in so I, I kind of yeah, translate I can. it. Thankfully, I can. Yeah, thankfully. And it said Tung Po Kickboxing Academy. Tung Po, okay, cool. And yeah, well, that's how you learn. You kick cinder. Uh, cylinder uh, pillars. Yeah. So, the outdoor arena and everything. Uh, Jake goes right up to the what looks to be the instructor and tells him, "Hey, you're gonna teach me right now, where uh, I I don't know, I'll just beat your ass or something." Well, no, he's just like, "I heard you fucking Thai people can kickbox. You ever fought an American?" Yeah. And then he just lightly slaps the guy in the face. Happens and... to be a ring behind him, so he jumps up in the ring. He's like, "I'll beat both these people's asses. Bring them on." Well, he's like, "Everybody, come on!" And then one guy takes him on. He destroys the guy instantly. Yeah. And then two guys jump in. He's like, like, "Oh, two! You get a toothies it?" And he f- fucking destroys two. Just people. deals with them. And 
making Tong Po look really bad because this is his kickboxing academy. And there's you see there's this one guy I called him uh, Ty Dolph Lundgren because he's got like a fucking uh, crew cut like Drago. Yeah, and he's looking very displeased with this. He is super displeased. He's disgusted, but he doesn't do anything. He just no. stays back. And then keeps uh, cool. Does uh, Jake just goes, hey, let me know when you get some real competition. Well, the guy, I mean, he kicks him out. The instructor kicks him out, and that's how Jake deflects it. It's like, you know what? I got better things to do. I'm going to go get some pot stickers. You guys have those here, right? Where's the KFC? I'm going to go to KFC. <laughs> I thought it was TFC. No, it's I, KFC. Oh, okay. But do they do it like, is it, do they do, you know, sometimes... We've learned in this. I've seen this McDonald's commercial oh. where they have like uh, other national like things. Do they do they have a, like a Royale with cheese kind of thing in Thai, uh, Thailand? Y- they stick to the chicken for the most part, but they do have other items usually when they go overseas. Okay. But KFC is huge overseas. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. And uh, a little ad for KFC. Ooh. And uh, I like Popeyes. Um. So. <laughs> We see our band, Evil Orson Welles. He's like Job of the Hutt. He's like on a fucking slab, like a job. <laughs> and he's got a little monster. It's like, <laughs> and he's got all his lady boys surrounding him, massaging him with oils. Yeah. And he's watching some kind of weird I, fucking... I thought they were just like at his house. They were watching one of the like... art films. No. They, they were, were watching... watching Dan's art they're... film. No. They're... Yes, they were. Wait, no, they were they were at like a theater. They were like a live theater. They they were at a theater, but they were watching Oh yeah, you're right. I now I'm going too far ahead. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's not fine. Oh shut so, up. So fuck you. So they're watching some kind of like guys dressed up in these weird samurai outfits. Oh, and they're doing like the live dance in front I, of yeah, them. Yeah, it was the weirdest strip club ever. It it was really weird. And I've never really been to a sex club, but I imagine that's what it is. Could be, and Khan's uh, just sitting there chilling, just, and then he's—I guess he did a good job killing Dan. So Evil Orson Welles wants to reward him, so he gets some of the ugliest white women I've ever seen come out, and they're like lined up. One's attractive because she's like the star <laughs> of the the movie. Yeah, you can tell which one they paid more. Yeah, they were just like, "Hey, you white, come here." Everyone else got ten bucks to be in the scene. She got. 20,000. And then Khan gets up. He looks him up and down. He's like, all of these women are ravishing. <laughs> and even fucking North Korea was like, whatever you say. Because, well, you know, you know, some guys and black dudes are into the white women. So, you know, there, there's like the fat redheaded chick. It always is. And uh, that might be too a little too inside. And so he picks it. Fortunately, he picks out the hottest chick. And she's looking like a young Donna Hamilton. She's Fucking gorgeous. And she's not into it. She apparently got kidnapped. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think this whole thing was the director uh, had her told her she was going to be a film. Because she went to the old casting couch. Exactly. She went there to be an actress, which who the fuck goes to? That was literally her backstory later on. Person with no talent goes to Thailand. Yeah. Okay. And uh, as we'll see, because everybody's actors have no talent. And uh, just luck would have it. Jake, I think Jake's like in the background. He's enjoying his his samurai guys dancing. I don't think Jake was there. No, I think he was there, but I don't think Jake. He no, Jake was uh, on the streets. He okay. wasn't at he the was, party. He was just getting a blowjob in an alley. 
And he was drinking a beer to himself. I thought you were standing up for Jake's like uh, reputation. Yep. That's what I'm doing. So, thank you. Yeah, so... Thank you Con, for stepping on my joke. Khan is taking his lady, and she is resisting him profusely, and that's when the director kicks in and admits what he enjoys about... Uh, what, what's her... Molly is what we learned Molly. her name is. So, he, he confesses that, you know... Uh, what was it? Uh, I like women of fire... Why are Thai women so submissive? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take the time to rape somebody, you want them to at least put up a fight. At least. <laughs> and I'm just getting into Khan's mind. I'm not, I'm not into this shit. Oh, no, neither of us, obviously. And uh, he's, I think he's wearing like a canary yellow outfit. I noticed that. Dude, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws her on the bed like any good rapist will do. And he go, and he's like, she's like, Wait. I have to wash up. It's first. It, it is the way of the prostitute well, in well, Thailand. He, well, no, he's like, how do you know the way of the, <laughs> of the Thai women? Because as we all know, how do you know the way? Thai women wash their junk before they get busy, and uh, so she's like, "I'll be back in a minute. I'm just gonna do a little quick Donna and Taryn shower." Yeah, yeah. And then like it's like an hour later, and he's like, "She should be clean by now." So he walks in, showers running, Gone. window open. She's gone. Curtains blowing in the wind. And Everything. that's that's where we pick up on Jake drinking a stubby by himself on the streets. And Cocky he's, as shit. He's always got this fucking cocksure grin well, on his face. He's sitting there and uh it He's man spreading all over the thank place. Thank you. We're yeah, I mean, I just actually leaned back in my chair to man spread as far as I could, which is very far. I have great hips. Uh man spreads all over the place. His hips are terrible, he's, so it's like a eighty degree angle. And yeah, he sees he sees Molly run by, and these five men run after, her, and he's just like, "Well, I gotta give me some of this action." So he takes one last swig of his beer, and he heads into the alley. They got her cornered, and he's like, "Guys, guys, guys, I'm giving. Let me get the first slice of this white pie." And they're like, "No, you you first come first served." And he's like, <laughs> "I ain't taking no sloppy seconds. You notice I'm white. I can do what I want." And this is why we, now now we're learning why they hate white people so much in Thailand because they interrupt your they rapes. cut in line yeah and then he, he's like then he gives a little smirk because it's all he fucking does is we hate fucking Jake Ugh. and he just kicks the shit out of these guys yeah no problem Dick kicks a guy does a couple cool moves Molly's like whoo yeah I need another shower and he's just like hey baby. Your place or mine? And he's like, she's like, well, I'm the only one who lives here, so how about mine? Yeah, you're really like, where do you, where, what? <laughs> you don't live here, I can tell. So this is like, she's sending out major signals to Jake. She's like, I'm going to take a shower first. Yeah. You know what that means in Thailand? Hey, do you know the customs of Thai, Thai, Thailand? He's like, he's like, what? I'm too busy rifling through your shit. So he's like going well, through all her okay. shit. She leaves all of her shit out How of the How do we know she table. left it out there? He could have probably pulled it out of a dresser drawer. Well, like... we have to be left with what the director tells us. And literally all these headshots and, like, casting information is just sitting on a coffee table. Okay. So as I understand it, Molly just doesn't give a fuck and leaves all of her information out. She doesn't out. give a fuck. She's just advertising. 
Oh, maybe that's and it. And then she comes out all sweat. No, not sweaty. She's like a shower. Oh, yeah. She's wet. She's wet. <laughs> and he's just like, more ways than one. And Jake's like, uh, let me break you down for a minute. Uh, let me tell you everything about you that you didn't even know. You're from a small town. I'm going to say 43 miles outside of Amish, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how did you know how that? Did you know? How did you he's know? like, I'm the youngest police detective in New York City history. I'm 19 years old. 19. And she's just like, wow, you know it all. Like, I came here because I heard Thailand's a place to go if you want to be a star. And snuff films, apparently. But, but, but she's like, I, I was, I, it's the same old story. I want to be a model and an actress. And he's like, look, baby, it ain't going to happen. But. I'll check you later. <laughs> and she's like, what? I just took a shower for you, prick. Well, like, they do bang. No, they don't bang. He walks out. He leaves He walks her. out? Yeah. Oh, okay. They don't bang to the hot tub. Oh, you're right, actually. And yeah. it's because he's playing hard to get. Also, he's, he's got a limp dick because he's on steroids. So Even though he's scrawny as shit. I don't know how that... I, I don't know how, do we, how he roid rages when he has no muscle tone. <laughs> So Jake hits the streets. It's apparently the next day. I guess he slept on the couch or went back to whatever. He just went back to that alleyway. Then she lives in. And uh, he notices, because he's got so many powers of the ninja, that somebody is stalking him. And so finally it gets to a point where we're just following the stalker now. And we're recognizing him as uh, Ty, 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 Ty Drago. Yeah, Ty Drago. And he rounds a corner, and then he gets confronted by fucking Jake. He was on the jump. He knew someone was following yeah, Jake him. Jake takes him to a secluded area. It's like some abandoned building. Yeah, it was a footloose building. They were about to dance it off or maybe fight it off. And he's know. like, hey, fuckface, don't you know who I am? I'm the king of the kickboxers. He's like, you suck. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I suck, do I? And then they commence to fight, and, and lo, lo, he, he sucks. Yeah, he's like... Drago you, just whoops his ass. Yeah. If you really... If I really suck, you'd be able to land a punch or something. And Ty Drago just goes on to fucking murder this guy. He He's landing every punch, every kick. Jake is just behind on everything. It, it was bad. It was He got his ass handed to him, which... In, in the wake of seeing the Billy Blanks movie, you know, the fucking uh, Seagal movies, I'm glad to see a hero get his ass handed to him. Right. Show us some vulnerability. So after he gets his ass handed to him, he's just like, look, there's this thing I'm here for. I've got to fight Khan. I have to. This man in this Polaroid is my brother. He died. This is my photograph. And then he sang the rest of the Nickelback song. That's where it comes from, guys. It comes from this movie. Okay. And Drago goes, you'll get murdered by that guy. I would get murdered by that guy. I fucking suck. I'm the janitor at that school. I don't yeah. even fucking train. And I whooped your ass. It doesn't make any... That, that, that doesn't make any sense because he fought a lot of the people at that school. But yes, the point is proven that... He can't even beat the like one of the lower rung guys, but he does happen to have information on a certain teacher who did fight Khan. I know a guy who fought him, and he was the, he he was the only guy to la- who lived to tell the story. I the way I hear it is that he won, 
but he would have won. He was going down for the pin. And then his fucking hype man came out, hit him in the back with a chair, hit the ref with the chair, so they were both knocked out, so the champ won by default. You're almost right. It wasn't a chair. It was that belt. It was the belt? Oh, my God. Did we actually point out that that belt was so flimsy that Billy Blanks snapped it in (laughs) half? You see, we've been going for so long on this episode already. We've forgotten about it. Yes, we talked about how shitty that belt was. A cookie attached to a fucking... Well, we pointed out how shitty it was, but we did. We pointed out that Billy Blanks snapped it in half. Oh, no, we didn't. (laughs) Again, like an Oreo cookie, he just... The very nimblest action of the forefinger, the forefinger, the uh, index finger, and the thumb. Tink, tink. And then he dunked it in some milk and ate it, because fuck you. And he's like, look, I suck, but I know a guy yeah, who... Yeah, the master. His name is Prang. Which Prang. Isn't, that, isn't that a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character, Prang? Not that I... Krang. Okay. And he's like, that guy, if you need to learn, you got to go to that guy. And he lives out. He's secluded area. He's a hermit. He he's in, he was humiliated by his loss to Khan. So he lives out. He's a drunk now, but he can teach you, right? So he's like sends him off there, gives him a map. He's a Google Maps. So I'm even though it's ninety one on how he did it, but he did yep. it. He got it. He got there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy. You can only reach this place by boat. It's sim- I think you look if you look you look on the laser disc, you can see and you go enhance. Enhance. You can actually see the same uh, Bayou place where Chuck lived from Invasion USA in the background. No shit. You, you, I know it's Chuck's. There's an armadillo. I saw a little wooden shack in the background, but I wasn't watching. Yeah. Well, uh, if you uh, enhance, uh, you'd uh, see the, the armadillo the because everybody who lives out there has to have a like a man, animal animal mascot. That's that's a great point. That makes so much sense. They're constantly referring to the armadillo that pisses off the chimp. Yeah, that was that'd be a great kids movie. Armadillo and a chimp. That would be great. So. Jake arrives on the island. Prang ignores him. A, well, he's drunk as fuck. You just showed up on this man's private island, and you started demanding things. So, in America, you would have been shot. Apparently, in Thailand, they don't shoot you. They for don't this have to stand your ground in Thailand. Oh, okay. So, he just listens to him. He's like, the honky will go away. The honky will go away. And while he's talking, the, the chimp's just going through his wallet, stealing his identity, stealing his condom. <laughs> Of course, he's got five Magnum condoms in his wallet. It's like, Jake. You can totally see the ring in the wallet. They've never yeah, been used. Ugh. It's like, and, but you never know. That's always Jake's claim. You never know. Better safe than sorry, though. Even though he had a woman begging for it last night. He's, that's how, like, how clueless Jake is. He's 19, man. Come on. Yeah. He's a kid. He, he knows kickboxing. Don't know pussy. I know the streets. I don't even know how to bang. <laughs> And Prang's like, Cock. beat it, kid. I ain't got time for you. Get to stepping. So, does he? Does do they fight at all? Well, before we see the uh, the like end of his inter- like first interaction, I'm pretty sure we cut back to our villains. We do. And this is this is the scene I was getting at, right. where they're watching the 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 previous movie they were filming earlier in the film. Yeah. Sorry guys, film within the film uh with Dan, it's my called, hero. It's called Kill Dan. Yeah, Kill Dan. And you know, Khan's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm really guys I know I'm, I'm just feeling it. I'm just the murderer here. I just murder people. <laughs> but I got ideas. But I got ideas. I'm an artist too. Artist with the fist and the kicks. But here's what I want. 
martial what, artist. What would really bring the most out of my character is if you found me like someone related some kind of loved one some of the kind. person and let me kill them in front of them i need more motivation like look at this dan guy he's got nothing like all he, he's got is those fucking white overalls yeah exactly he's got the white overalls you can tell he cares about painting cars but that's it i want like love or something you never felt and then he, they we get we get that flashback for the 10th time where we see uh Khan having an orgasm as he murders riley dude and Jake on the Ten beach. years ago, that was the last time he yeah, orgasmed. Yeah, it says right there. It says, last orgasm, <laughs> June, 81. Dung, dung. No last Bangkok. orgasm. <laughs> no Bangkok. And uh, he's just like, it was orgasmic. You, we got to put that in my next movie. And then the Weasley casting couch guy goes, hey, yeah, that's a great idea. And he totally steals Khan's idea. He's like, yeah, I've been thinking about this thing where we get people's loved ones and we like blackmail them and make them fight. Uh, and the director is eating up, but he's like, look, I got to go figure out if this is a girl or this is guy. I got to go bang whatever it <laughs> I gotta is. I got to grab some pussy, man. Or maybe some dick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. But I'm going. And then he, he was like, oh, wait a minute. Weren't you trying to get with that American girl uh, the other night? Think of this. He couldn't get her. The world's fiercest killer. And he can't even keep a woman in his own bed. Ha! And Meanwhile, Khan, Khan is the most... Ugh. He is, as you just said, the most world's fiercest killer. I wouldn't be fucking with him. Yeah. But Khan got, takes it. It's like slapping a lion in the face. And all Khan does is he's got like a little jewel in his hand. He just crushes it. I think mm. Malik swallowed it at one point. He just fucking crushes he, he it. He flips his like black scorpion braids across his shoulder and walks out in a huff. And slams his fucking bedroom door. Ugh. And he's just like, who wants to grab some pussy? And then just end scene. So, Jake, as we pointed out earlier, that, that mischievous still. little. No, he left. And then he came back. Oh, he came back? Because his passport was missing. Shit, I because saw this movie twice. I didn't even realize Because of that mischievous little uh, chimp stole his passport. Because we need a reason for him to come back. Mm. So he's like, while he shows up, there just happens to be some thugs that are accosting lurking. Our, man, our man. I thought they were already like fucking with Prang. They're just lurking? No, they were lurking. Uh, so Prang is just like... In the distance. I don't even think he shows up, or if he's there, he's just giving Jake the complete cold shoulder. Well, he's playing, he's doing the Yoda move. Yeah. Where he's playing like a fuck up, but he's testing Jake. Yeah. To see if he's serious about being a king of the kickboxing. And we find this out because as Jake gets his ID back, and he's just like, fine, you're a prick. I'm out of here. I'm so much cooler. What What are you? What nationality are you? Because that matters. I'm going to census you. And as he's leaving, he gets jumped by eight henchmen. And they're all associated with Evil Orson Welles Incorporated. And he, you know, Jake. Why are they attacking Prang? They're attacking Jake. Okay. I think they're just tailing Jake at this point. I really don't know why. Like, they don't really explain it like they're after Prang or they're after Jake. Well, he beat up the the guys in the alley, so maybe... That's true. So maybe they are tailing him because of the alley Maybe it's not even anything to do with Orson Welles. It's just the guys who got beat up want to get revenge. That could be it, too. You know? So many layers of this movie. There really is. What motivations exist? Who knows? So after he starts beating their asses, Prang is just like, man, I can't let this man dance with everyone. I'm going to get in. And he starts fucking racking 
house. Prank is destroying. And after they finish everybody off, Prank goes up to Jake. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little JoJo stole your wallet. I'm sorry. Stole that was Jim's name, JoJo? That's what I'm giving his name. Okay. JoJo. I'm sorry, JoJo stole your identity. It's cool. He only opened a few credit cards in your name. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he only... He's really yeah. into the... He's really into... What do you guys call it? Hassler? The boot mag? Hustler. Hustler. That's it. He ordered a couple of those. They've already arrived. He expressed them. Sorry. It's going to cost a lot. <laughs> That's where they get you with that fucking express mail. Man. Oh, my God. So, he's like, look... I'm not a drunk. But I play one on TV. But I play one on TV. And I got to tell you the other thing I play. It's not a master. I am a master. I like your stuff. You showed me on the field what you got. And I want to enhance it. Yeah. So, Murray, guess what? Time to start that fucking 35-minute montage. Well, we get a little, like, chimp rape joke. There's a lot of chimp rape jokes. Sex and... jokes. Yeah, and that's why that's why I was creeped out by the whole like leash thing. I don't I didn't like it. And but he's like either. he's like after you fuck after my chimp fucks you in the ass, we're gonna start training. Yep. And then Jake's like, What? He's like, just kidding. I'm fucking the chimp. And then they go off to the bedroom. And hey, it's lonely out there. He's way out on a fucking island. He's, There's no lady boys. Oh uh, yeah, forty miles away at least. Forty three. Oh, 43? I checked it. You got it exactly. You know why? Because there's a particular weed that only grows on that island. Oh, I hear it's called a clip. Uh, what's it? Clipto? Uh, Calypto? Uh, yeah. You idiot. Oh, that's not a weed. That's a beetle. Oh, a fuck. common beetle. God damn it. Call back to Captain America. And so we get. You got, you got to have a fucking montage, baby. And we get one. We learned that Jake's a bitch. You can't handle shit. Well, that's naturally how all martial arts uh, montages are. And we also learn, as always, you don't train in a gym. You train in nature. You got to train in nature. It's the only way you're going to learn. So what do you do? You break coconuts on your knees. Uh, Let's see. What else do you You kick a tree? Yeah, you got to kick a tree. Got to kick a tree. To knock the coconuts out. Um, I believe you need to loosen up all of your joints and everything. How would oh, you yeah. do that? You got to have some kind of rope contraption where you hang in the air. Oh, yeah. And, and then it, you pull them and it spreads you out, kind of like Da Vinci's band, but even more so. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, so, okay. and so the joke, sometimes Prang will just leave you there all night. Oh. You got to learn. Oh, shit. And then you snicker and stuff. And we get the old, uh, okay, we got two rafts. Put one foot on one raft, one on the other. Do a split. And don't fall oh, in the water. Oh, that's even later on. You went deep into that one. And we, we got everything, man. It's all about learning from nature. Well, his time on the island is also surrounded with just like constant sneak attacks. So he's yeah. bathing at one point, trying to loosen his muscles from a day's full well, of work. Well, his shins are fucked up all the hell from kicking trees. Yeah, he's he's not even on the cement pillars yet. He's yeah. just kicking trees, and he's just trying to fucking... Oh, hey, Barn. Uh, he's just trying to, you know, calm those muscles down and fucking uh, praying, sneaking, attacking them there, too. So we also get a nice little American Ninja-style... Uh, I'm talking about the show, not the movie. Uh, obstacle course. Where it's set up, it it, it, it it's a, the best way without actually having Khan there to have his final move. He's got these like uh, tree trunks, and they're simulating the tree trunk legs of Khan. 
Oh yeah, they're and big you have to like dive. You got to learn how to dodge them and grab them and shit. And of course, this is first day, so he gets fucked up by these tree trunks. Destroyed. And we learn from because we get a lot of. It's all. It's not just training of the body. It's training of the mind, Griff. So first, Prang tells him pain doesn't exist. He's bitching about pain. Yeah. And then he says success comes through pain. So which is it, Prang? Do we either feel pain or we not feel pain? So you have to figure out what pain is (laughs) in order to reach success. And feel it. Yeah. And so where we, once again, it's about training the mind as well. You can't just. Nature. Nature, the mind, the body, the spirit. So we've already, we've done the body. Now we have to work out the mind. So we get the classic line. Hear the sound of one hand. Clapping. I think that's how we said it. It sounds like Oprah would say it. And Jake is not into this like all Americans. So he's just like, I hate you, bullshit. Well, he's like, I don't have time for this tippy tap shit. I don't have time for tippy tap mind bullshit. He's like, I'm on a clock here. All right. Teach me how to Hadouken already, you bitch. Yoga flame. And he's like. Look, you're wasting my fucking like. And there's always that moment where the guy breaks. This is, what, this is what the master wants. You can only you have to break someone in order to build them. Absolutely. So so Prang's kind of smiling inside, but he's like, "Fuck you! You're not my dad!" And he just fucking walks out on Prang. And then he then the next day he comes back and Man, he apologizes. That, those roid rages are intense and it's shocking because he has no muscle tone. How does he roid rage without muscles? I don't know. He's he's got to he be he's got to be feeling? new to it, maybe. I guess. And the the other fact is like he's on this island, so it's like how is he getting his uh, his injections? He must have made you can his get anything own. you want in Thailand. Oh, that's it. Okay, get, that makes it, sense. It's, it's steroids from ginseng. So, of course, it's the next day. Jake comes up. He apologizes. I'm sorry. Like, I will uh, do anything. I'll let your chimp fuck anything. me. Anything. You can fuck me. But I won't do that. I like that. I would do anything for kickboxing, but I won't, I won't do, do that. that. That's that's the yeah, one meatloaf song that he never released. Because <laughs> he can't kickbox. Yeah. So he's like, look, let me tell you this story. This will, this will put it all in perspective. You ever heard of the T-Master? Guys, I've heard of the tea bagger, and he's like, "No, this is the tea master. He wanted to kill a guy, and he went to a sword master, and the sword master said, "Look, there's three simple things in order to defeat anybody. One, you got to concentrate. Ooh, makes sense. Yet somehow at the same time, you have to empty your mind of all things. Okay, so that's like the same contradiction as pain doesn't exist. (laughs) Existing (laughs) is pain. Yes. Yep. And then embrace death." Which is that's a very like uh, losing mentality, I would think. Okay, but yep. if you go into us, the 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 gist of it is, if you go into any fight willing to die, you're unstoppable. Okay, that makes sense. I because think that you, makes ha- sense. you have no fear because fear yeah. is the mind killer, as we learned from Dune. Dune, oh great. And uh, so, hey, we haven't heard from Molly in a while, Griff. What's Molly yeah. up to? Well, Molly's just hanging out at bars, clubs, everything. Apparently, she got a letter. I don't know how she got a letter because it seems like she's been on the run. But yeah, she said, "Yeah, it was weird." I, I, somehow she knows where. I mean, Jake did, did a booty call like when he went when he quit the first a time. booty letter. Yeah, and she somehow the mail's really good in Thailand. They yeah, can, they so don't... gets a letter out to to Jake, and 
it just so happens that as she's on her way out to Somewhere, the secret island, that she is being accosted by the same men who chased Jake to the island. They find her, so she's got to run now. Happens to run over a train tracks with just the train in time, coming. Nick just, time. just in the only nick of one time. guy gets through. And makes it over to the island safe and sound where Prang finds her. And he's just like, whoa, you with him? Okay, one second. And he first he feels like, okay, you're a woman. He checks her chi. Yeah, is that what they call yeah. it? Yeah, well, who do you think taught Seagal? He's like, do you have any lumps? Yeah, Prang taught Seagal is the point. And Prang taught Seagal, wow. Yeah. Um, He's pretty good. That's why he's always checking the monkeys. Well, that's weird because Seagal, I don't think he's ever can even lift his foot, let alone kick anybody. That's a good point. Has he well, ever kicked anybody in a movie? No, not real. And uh, he's like, hey, because, I mean, this time, Jake, Jake's committed, man. And Prang knows it. And he's like, and he's got bruises. The shins are just bruises. And he's in a hot tub, like, getting relaxing those muscles. And Prang's like, this kid's earned it. I'm going to yeah. let him. Have a little fucking. Yeah, this is weird. So he sends Molly in. He's like, hey, Molly, make him feel good. Make him feel like a real man. She comes in. Take his she, virginity. She, do, she does her best praying impression. Hey there, more training time. And Jake, Oh, no, yeah, not no. more. And then he sees her. She's got this tiny little kimono on. They shot the scene because the first woman they had uh, casted for this scene well, casting for this character was like, I'm not going to do nude. This woman. Not for all, King of the Kickbox. Yeah, exactly. This woman. I do it for Van Damme's Kickbox. Ooh. This woman was also like, I'm not going to get nude. And they were like, okay, how about like one second of boob? And she's like, fine. So finally we get the reveal. And she takes off her kimono. There's plenty of. Very are very precise angle, so you just There's see a little oh, bit of petroleum jelly on the lens, so it fogs yeah, it up a little. Just, you see just the littlest bit of boob. It's basically like less graphic than what you would see on Instagram today with some of those uh, lady Instagrammers, and uh, that's what they got away with. Of course, nineteen-year-old Jake is over the moon right now. He probably came himself immediately, but you know. We know they had a great night. And we learn that because the next day, Prang goes, it's been three weeks. Your training is complete. You are now king of the kickboxers. But first, we must test you out with some competition. So. They do everything, man. They uh, Well, no, I was, I'm thinking of like the last montage. There's always the last montage. Well, you got to finish the montage with their... There, it's at sunset, and you see their silhouettes fighting. Yeah, yeah. And it's always much like another ripoff of Kickboxer. They're at like a yeah. Thai like temple. Yup. I was just waiting for the fucking like hawk or falcon to show up. I know, but they couldn't afford it. But they go through every course that they couldn't defeat before. He yes, destroys right. it like no big deal. He's breaking coconut, not even over his knee. He's like flicking them and breaking them open at this point. It's like an anime. Uh, yeah, 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 and then it concludes with them sparring their equals now. In fact, he's holding back. Jake is the he. Jake is holding back now right. because he's that much better in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's we know it's three weeks. He actually says about three weeks later, Bangkok. You know when they say... It just, says <sighs> late April. American Bangkok. dream, man. America is just so much better. That's all it takes. Oh, yeah. We, if we put our mind to anything in three right. weeks, we're the champions. I, did, did Thailand put a man on the moon? No, we did. Exactly. 50 years ago. Yeah. Almost and it, to the you day. You know how long it took us to put the whole program together? Three weeks. Our program? Yeah. Oh, I thought the show, Golden Globus Theater. Oh, our program? No, I meant like, the moon this, program. You, you would think we like spend like months working on these episodes. No, guys. No. We sometimes don't even watch the movies. Three, three minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard because it feels so polished, but no. No. Yeah. Make it up. Yeah, that's, it's called doing it American style, people. Learn we we watch the first ten minutes, then we do it by feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just we just we you know what we do? We concentrate, empty our mind, and embrace death. <laughs> and that's how we do it. Uh, let's embrace death now. So we go to a local tournament, the little the local tough guy tournament. Yeah, this is like at your normal local bar, sports bar, lo- the Thai spokes. Uh, this sports is bar. like the token lounge for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, like a '80s hair band, like <laughs> washed up for 30 years, just playing in the background. Yep. And there's the tournament going on. So he's like, Prong's like, "Hey, man, I bet all my money on you. Do me good, buddy." And he does because Jake is just destroying. All- First of all, these are all like nobody, like shit heels. Yeah. Like, who cares? He's beating these people up. We're t- well, he's, they- his goal is the b- baddest, the king of the kickboxers. Yeah, they call him out. <laughs> Like, he's standing in the audience looking like an asshole. He's got, like, a giant bandana. Yeah, and it's, like, plaid bandana. Like, he's got the, the halter top thing going on where he cut it so his yeah. drift is showing. He's the worst. I hate Jake. Ugh, I hate Jake so much. <laughs> he's, Even the name Jake is so <laughs> 90s douchebag. Yeah, it's just like, he, no doubt, Griff, we've done 65 of these. He's my least favorite hero. And I'm, I'm including Chuck Norris Chuck, and, yeah. and Mike Norris in the conversation. I, I'm even willing to uh, include Seagal. Like, he's a douchebag. But, but at least Seagal kind of earned what he got. He had some success, you know? I guess, yeah. Like, this guy, Lauren, whatever his name is, has never done anything. Yeah. Uh, ugh. And, Anyways, and fighting. so he's so all these guys who look like he basically beats up a bunch of homeless men because that's what they looked like. Mm. They were like toothless, and, big time, and he's just destroying them. Meanwhile, our casting couch guy from the snuff films, he happens to be watching this because he's looking for new talent. He's always looking for new talent, and he's like, "Hmm, I like what I see with this Jake character." So he goes up. Jake just de- defeated his like fifth uh, opponent. And he's like, hey, come with me. I got, I got a proposition for you. Jake, of course, knows who this guy is. He's like, okay, here's my end. He, yeah, he was, he was Keep very... in mind, people, Jake is still being a cop. He's yeah. still concerned about this. He, he wants his revenge, but he also wants to stop this illegal fighting ring. Right. So they go in the back room, and the guy's like, Jake, baby, you're the greatest. I can make you a star. And Jake's like, you mean like uh, who am I going to be with? Like Van Damme? Or Schwarzenegger? Jackie maybe a, Chan? A Seagal? He's like, bigger, baby. You're going to be a star. This is what they told Molly. And exactly. And Jake's like, he winks at the camera. He knows what's up. And he's like, oh, I'll, tell me where to be. I'll be there. And he's like, you just meet us at this location tomorrow. Yeah. So this is where we get to Jake. He's having a discussion with Molly. They're having dinner at the same place he met Anderson in the yep. beginning of the movie. And he's just trying to explain to her, like, look, you're great. I 
I'm so happy that you made it. You like brought me into my manhood. Like I'm sorry about what I did the other night. I don't want to go on. You know, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, I swear, I can last longer in five minutes next time. Five uh, seconds, I should say. And this is when Ballbusters Anderson arrive, and but Chuck. not just Anderson, but fucking Chuck. It's like, hey there, Pally. Hey, How you Pally. Doing? Hey, I hear you finally lost your V card. <laughs> Congratulations. How's Molly. What, what's Mo- that like? <laughs> Molly's been telling everybody about it. A hero is pathetic. <laughs> you king of the bedroom? You are nuts. <laughs> and then he goes, but I you got news me- for you, Pally. <laughs> We're pulling the plug. You're out of here. And he's like, the fuck I am. <laughs> you got I'm- plenty of time to train. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to fucking fight Khan tomorrow. He's like, no, you're not. Because we heard about you. It was I can remember it like yesterday. It was June and... In 1981 <laughs> yeah. in Bangkok, and you, your brother got killed, and oh we God. didn't know about that. We didn't know it was personal. You're out of here. And he's like, fuck you. He just tells, that's how what a, what a punk Chuck is. like, oh, whatever you say. Fuck me, fuck you. I they, don't care. They see as long this, as I'm not around. They see the seriousness in his eyes, and they're just like, oh, shit. We're on uh, international <laughs> waters right now, so anything goes, anything goes. Do whatever you want, Pally. Just leave me out of it. So... We're going to go to Jake and Molly, and they're having what could be their final night together. And she's like, hey, there's a football star. I don't know why she talks like this, man. I, I, got, I got I got, like three voices. Hey, there's a football star. Are you that type of football star that doesn't, you know, bang before the big game? And he's just like, babe, I don't know what to tell you, but I need my dick sucked. And so they fuck. And do they fuck? And we don't see any yeah, of that. How do they? I don't know because we don't see. We don't. Yeah, because she was only interested in doing the one nude scene. And then so, Jake is like, morning. he wakes up and he's like, "Yikes! I <laughs> shouldn't have done that." And he slowly <laughs> what is that? slips because he's just like he got theater a look, of the mind. What is that? He got a good look at her in the out in like the morning light, and he's like, "Yikes! What? You, you should be lined up with a bunch of prostitutes for cons." Yeah, that's what happened. You're calling her ugly? No, I'm just saying. I'm making a joke, Griff. Come on, go with it. Stop fighting me. No. <sighs> Tension is what makes this podcast what it is. So Jake walks out. You know what? It probably was he didn't last again. He probably two pump chump, and he's or he tried to put on that Magnum condom and he was just floating around <laughs> in there like it just falls off as far as he puts it on. Uh, that, that you don't you don't recover from that. Yeah, I've be, heard that'd be embarrassing, and uh, I wouldn't know. And. <laughs> <laughs> he, he decides he's like I'm a man I have to do this on my own I don't want anybody there I'm just gonna go by myself because yet yeah, for reasons even praying is just like dude s- seriously bring us with you like we're there exactly. no stay on this island and maybe get captured <laughs> exactly and so speak of the devil Griff because what happens is you guessed it praying and Molly what what we see Jake. Like, spoiler alert in this movie. Yes, because we see these 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 ninja type guys like going through the forest outside of the uh, his, his house, and we just see a silhouette with some fucking baby black scorpion braids flowing in the wind, and we're like, "Oh shit!" I know those beautiful baby scorpion tails. It's Khan, and lo and behold, it's Khan, and they kidnap Molly and Prang and Jojo the monkey too. So we're gonna cut to. Fucking Jake arriving on set. This beautiful. It's, like, it's straight out of the end apocalypse. Now they're like him and that casting couch guy are in this little like 
canoe. Yeah. Going down a river. We see all these natives. It took me back to fucking Conan the Destroyer. I'm like, is this a cannibal movie now? Because we have all these, like, native people. I'm like, are they going to fuck it? Like, I'm having flashbacks to Italian cannibal movies. I'm like, are they going to kill uh, kill JoJo and eat his brains? There's I don't know what's going to happen. So many great flashbacks happening here, but eventually they do arrive. There's no eating of humans. There's just some weird sexual tension going on because who knows what the director's into. But they get to the set, and he's like, you've got this uniform to don. Just come on out. We're What's gonna... your costume for your, your – there's yeah. no playing like it's a movie. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a – so he's got a costume for the movie. And there's a whole uh, story behind the costumes. It's like this uh, – I forget what – where it existed in the universe of uh, folklore and everything. But there's a whole reason behind his costume and Khan's costume. Right. So he comes out and – his costume, and they're like, oh, baby, you look great, great. Get out there. And, he, of course, just very reminiscent to Dan, they're like, you know, he's like, do I hit these people? How do I fight these people? Well, they're What's going like to happen? A, they're in like a bamboo thunderdome. It is bamboo thunderdome. And there's like these tiers, like levels all across. Pretty actually impressive looking. No, it's a super cool set. And there's like there's like spot like bamboo, like sharpened bamboo spikes on the on the ground. You know, it's it's like it's like American Ninja Warrior on steroids. It's oh, got big everything. time! And they're like, yeah, you say you're great, baby. Action! And so first we got to soften uh, Jake up, you know, because Khan's a villain. He has he can't just meet a guy when it's yeah, full really. strength. He's the best fighter in the world apparently, but yet. He's always got to wait. Someone's been fighting for 25 minutes. Yeah, and so Jake destroys them. He just takes out everybody. He's and flipping around on the different levels. Right. All of that. He's very much like Dan. He's getting worried. Like, oh, shit, I really hurt that guy. Guys, I think we need a cut. And he's like, but he, he knows. He's like winks at the camera again. He knows what's going on. Mm, okay. And oh, he knows what's going on. He knows this is bullshit. And they're like, no, no, keep going, keep going. We got a special uh, a guest performer right now, a special cameo. And we see like this like gate open up the entrance, and we see our man Khan. He's got Molly under one arm, and he's got like a sack. He's dragging a sack, with potato him. sack. And is like Jake's like, what Molly? What? Yeah, and he's like that ain't all, bitch. And he fucking hurls the sack on the ground, and Lombo, who's in the sack? Prang. It hits that water, and the face is revealed, Prang. So Jake is just furious now. He's like, what is this? Some kind of sh- some smut art movie? And Khan doesn't, like, he's got a mask on himself, like we were talking about. They're both masks and these very, dis- like, very elaborate costumes. So they, he Khan comes out. And they're ready to fight, and so they have this crazy match. Starts with sword fighting. He puts he puts uh, Molly in like a net, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, from yeah, the, good call. hanging from the top of the, yeah. So now like he's got not only does he have revenge, now he's a fight for the woman he kind of loves, kind and, of. Well, yes. he can't perform, and 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 for his man, his master of praying, he's like. He's lost two people he cares about that could it's fight true. better than him. It's true. <laughs> it's and true. Uh, so we first there's there's swords like in these block of wood. So they take out the sword, start sword fighting, and then the we get that scene where they they like 
come at each other and then they they clang and they go away and then they fuck. reveal the wounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Like Jake's got like a slash Classic. across his arm and then uh, Khan turns around and you see his... like a crack in his helmet and then just explodes off his head. Yep. And he's got a little scratch. This is like, cool though. Along his face. The choreography. They spent weeks working on this. It took them weeks to film this one scene. And I really appreciate this scene. Like, the choreography's cool. I'm jumping It was a better the... fight than what happened in fucking Thunderdome. Yeah, I'll admit that a lot of kickboxer, the end fights, don't really add up to this fight either. That doesn't mean the movies are better. It just means that this scene was pretty cool. Yeah, because you got them jumping around each level and everything. Yeah. like a video game. This is where it gets kind of crouching tiger, hidden dragon, though, because... Khan gets furious and he eventually gets the upper hand on Jake and like throws him off a ledge and he has to grab onto like a stick yeah, and then like Khan grabs the stick and then he flings himself. Jake flings himself over the stick. Like it was too much of that weird, like I said, crouching tiger. Yeah. Uh, physics. Whereas like none of this makes sense anymore. But Khan, he, cause we haven't had enough flashbacks to Bangkok in 91 Khan has one last reminiscing about murdering Jake's brother. Yeah, I don't remember what it was either that triggered it. He just got triggered. Know. Who knows? Who knows? People get triggered by everything. And he's like, does, does, does uh, Khan say I'm going to send you to hell? Yeah. And then Jake comes back with one of his classic fucking lines. and goes, I've been there for 10 years. And he lets out the weakest rebel yell I've ever. Did heard. you read about that? Yes, yell? I did hear about how he didn't want to do that yell, and they made him do. The yeah, yell. they made him do that like forty-five times, <laughs> and every time he's like, "Please cut that! Please cut that! Please cut!" And they were like, "Nope, we're keeping it." And then he, he he let out a yell that would make fucking Red Brown cringe. It was that bad. But they go back to fighting, and it's pretty cool. They're doing some shit, yeah. You know? And then, of course, what's gonna happen? Khan's like getting worried now. So he's like, I got to go to what what I know best. He's got to go with the finisher. My finisher. So he sets it up. But and this is where we get the this is another one of those classic martial art movie things where he does the move and we get a flashback to the training scene yep. where he's blocking the shit. So he like blocks the kick. Oosh. Blocks the fucking clapping on the side of the head kick. Blocks the last kick. And then hits him and throws himself. him over the shoulder is what he learned from his training. So he throws him out of the ground. Khan realizes he is just lost. Yeah, he's, he's like, well, we, we we first think he's dead or like knocked out at least because he's out. He's got blood in his mouth. And fucking Orson Welles is like, beautiful, baby. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? Our guy died. We knew Khan was going to lose eventually. Right. You're our new star. And then Khan hears that in his like days and he ain't having that yeah and he jumps back up t- runs at like classic fucking friday the 13th runs at our man uh jake jake th- throws him then he throw him at he th- somehow a fucking gate with spikes on it lands no con went con knew he lost so he was trying to kill uh molly Oh, okay. So That's what it was. So okay. he sprinted because he was right next to that weird gate yeah. and then the rope that led uh, Molly down. So he ran for the rope, and as he released the rope, the gate collapsed on him. Uh, so it stabbed him through the chest, 
this kills Probably him. killing him. Yeah, I'm going to assume he's dead. Jake sees that uh, Molly's falling to her death, rescues her, and boom, you got yourself a fucking great-ass not-smut fi- Well, I guess it's still kind of a smut film because well, Somebody dies. did die, but the right person died this time. So just as, as as in typical Chuck fashion, just as everything's been done, every the, the movie's over, Chuck shows up with the fucking Thai army. Classic and Chuck. he's like, hey there, Pally, I heard somebody needed some help. Hey there. And they're like, oh, uh, no, we kind of already took care of it. Hey, well, better late than never. I brought rocket launchers. Don't worry about it. We're going to blow this motherfucker to the moon. <laughs> and we get a great scene. I fucking, you know, I fucking love rocket launchers. Bamboo Thunderdome. And they fucking blow the fuck out of this Thunderdome, and it's great. And Molly and Jake kiss right in front of him. He's like, I promise. I'm gonna last a minute tonight. You got me so excited. <laughs> Here's my promise ring. And that's it, guys. Cut to credits. Thank you again for this movie, Murray. It sounds like you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed the fuck well, out of it. Well, I mean, I think mission accomplished, Griff. Because the whole point of doing this not not only to like get our listeners more involved with the show is to expose us to movies yeah. we don't know about. Dude, I want like every time you're like, I found this weird movie. I'm like. Sold. What is it? I want to watch. I like. It's so easy to find movies in our time range that fit this bill. Right. So, it. Griff, we had such a great time doing this. Is probably, I'm probably gonna regret this, but we had such a great yep. time. Yep. Doing this. That. That's not it, guys. We're doing another fan appreciating episode we this ap- week. We appreciate your fans so much. You're getting two in one week. This is appreciate it, guys, because this probably will never happen again. No, it probably won't. But so, and not only that, we're going to do another movie you guys want here. Yes, we're doing the movie that came in second place, a Golan Globus production. Ooh, finally. Yeah, we're doing it. Even though I fucking hate the star of this movie, we're still doing I'm it. I'm so excited to see this. We're doing Executioner 2. We're, uh, wait, Executioner? Exterminator? Exterminator 2. <laughs> That's how much I love this movie, guys. You're right, Griff. It's Exterminator 2. Starring Robert Blinzey. Robert Ginty <laughs> and Mario Van Peebles doing, a, doing the role of Steve James by carrying him through this movie because this guy is like human cardboard. <laughs> so, guys, I hope you enjoy. And we're going to drop this, what, like Sunday? Uh, Monday morning. Monday morning we're going to drop this for you. So enjoy, and as always, keep it warm. <laughs>